Welcome to the From Battle to Business podcast. In this podcast, business coach and fellow veteran Dean Van Dyke will bridge the gap between service and civilian life, helping guide veteran business owners to supercharge their business and unlock hidden profits. You wouldn't go into battle alone, and now you don't have to in business. Let's get to it. Are you ready to turn your fears into fuel? Our latest podcast episode features Dave Albin, the master of firewalking who transforms lives by teaching people to walk over 1,000 degree coals. That's right, folks. Welcome back. This is From Battle to Business with your host, Dean Van Dyke. And this is not just about fire. It's about facing your deepest fears and emerging stronger. Tune in as we listen to incredible stories of transformation and find out how you can take your first step towards conquering your fears. Listen in. Well, welcome back. This is from Battle to Business with your host, Dean Van Dyke. And today I am truly excited to have the Dave Albin, the number one firewalk instructor in America. Welcome, Dave. Hey, man. Thanks, Dean. Thanks for having me, man. You know, I, I like I said before show, I, I was watching your videos on your website and we're sending all the folks there uh, with the show notes and everything. But the before and after... Um, I just yeah. blows my mind. Yeah. I mean, literally. Yeah. Um, and so tell us who you are, you know, in 60 seconds or less, which I know might be a struggle with what you've been doing for the last 30 years, but tell us who you are <laughs> and let's get into it. I'm, you know, I'm one of the most blessed men on the planet, brother. Um, you know, a, a few years ago, I got talked into going to a Tony Robbins seminar and uh, I found out they were going to do a fire walk. And I said, no, I ain't doing that, but I want to go see Tony. And uh, I got some help and they got me across that fire. And it was literally one of the most life-changing experiences I had ever, ever experienced. And I fell in love with it. And I saw what was happening. I saw that transition. I saw what it was like to look at somebody, you know, on the one side of the fire, scared to death. Four seconds later, they're a brand new human being. So, you know, I got involved with Tony's companies and um, I, they hired me as a subcontractor later on after I had volunteered crewed uh, five or six times. In 2003, I took over all of Tony's firewalks globally. 05, we set a world record in London, uh, 12,300 in 2014 to move this along, man. Uh, Google called me and said, hey, you the guy that you're the Dave Albin does the firewalks for Tony. We'd like to talk to you about hiring. So that's pretty much. So I've had this this uh, responsibility really um, uh, to, to take people who are dealing with a lot of crap, no matter what it is, mm -hmm. most of it's all fear-based and we crush it. And so like me, when I walked up to the fire the first time, it was forget everything and run. And of course, after the fire walk, it was face everything and rise right after I fire walked. Right. I was wow. like, get the bus, man. Let's get on it. Let's go climb Everest. <laughs> it's like, that's what you feel, man. It's exhilarating. So what it is, yeah. What, what I mean, why is it such a life changing? I mean, I get it. You're you're walking across a thousand degree coals, and you showed yeah. me some of the coals, you know, before before we start hit record. But why is it such a life changing experience? Well, you know, I think we have to go way way back, man. Um, it's it's a thousand years old. First of all, let's start there. Um, uh, you know, if you look around at different cultures around the world, that's it, dominant. They've been doing it there forever. Uh, the Fahitians, the people of India. Oh, my gosh. The people of India, they use it for graduations. They use it for manhood, womanhood. They they, they do it when a child is born. Uh, it's very ceremonial. It's very, very spiritual to them. Mm -hmm. uh, so and, 
And it's a rite of passage, which we don't have in America anymore. Where's the rites of passage? They aren't here. That's true. And, and so, right, so they use it for that purpose. And so do the Hawaiians, so do the Polynesians, so do the Indo-Europeans. How the Indo-Europeans used it when they're, when they're warriors, before they would go into battle the night before, they would do the firelock. Uh, the people of Portugal, I mean, the people of, of Spain, it, it's all over. So what happens? I, it's just, I, it's hard to explain. I don't know. I just know that there's something about looking down at coals that are a thousand degrees, scared to death. Your heart's going to jump out of your chest. And all of a sudden there's that definitive moment. Boom. And you walk. And here's the beauty. When you take the first step, oh, you'll take the second, third, and fourth, and fifth. I guarantee you that. You're not going to stop. No. And I... so it proves to you that there is more. It proves to you that, yes, trust the process. And, and you, too, can walk on fire. Wow. Because, you know, again, if you can walk on coals that are 1,000 degrees, the question, the next question you may ask yourself is, what else can I do? That's got to be the next question. I mean, how do you how do you not ask that question? Well, I think it's it's already there. It's You know, it's, you're already going to think about it. Well, I just walked on coals. And I think what happens is you start to piece together. Well, what else is fear taken from me? Fear's a liar. It is. Right. So fear, fear is there to keep you alive so we don't do dumb shit things and kill ourselves. On the other hand, though, it tells you all kinds of stuff. Oh, don't ask her to dance. She'll tell you no. She'll think you're an idiot. You know, and your buddies will make fun of you. You know, it starts off in grammar and junior high school, stuff like that. Right. I'm not going to try out for baseball. I'm not good enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. I got fear of this, fear of that. It's all fear. Yeah. And here's what. I, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, finish it up by saying, look, the fears we don't overcome become our limits. If somewhere along the line, you don't learn to deal with fear, let me tell you something. Fear is going to deal with you, whether you like it or not. And so That's people true. can make fun of it all they want. Fine, go ahead. I don't care. The fire doesn't care. Nobody cares, especially the ones that have walked, especially mm -hmm. the ones that have benefited. You know, if you really want to see what it's like to to see it visually so you can actually see what it's like before somebody walks and then they walk, go watch Oprah. Go Google it. Go Google Oprah's Firewalk. It's there, 2010, LA Convention Center. She was losing her. And then there's all of a sudden there's this moment. She has it. And the beauty, the beautiful part is she walks, she celebrates like a child <laughs> during Christmas, you know, morning. <clears throat> she's jumping up and down. She's having a really good time. And then she walks over, the cameras go with her and she makes one of the biggest business decisions of her life. She created what's called the next chapter. Mm. So that's a really powerful place to make a decision one from. Why? Because you're in a peak state, right? You are elevated. Your brain is on full alert, man. You are moving and you are thinking and, and, and knowledge and wisdom is just filling you. So it's a beautiful place to be. And uh, I just happened to be the guy that was, I don't know, right place, right time, part of it. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, when I went to my first Tony Robbins seminar in 1995, I was not going to do it. That was no, that was a hard no for me. Hell no. <laughs> I want to go see Tony, but I'm not doing it. Well, when my buddy and I got there, uh, you know, Tony took the stage at two o'clock in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And the next thing I know, it's after midnight. Oh, wow. And so I've been, we've been in a room with Tony for 10 hours. And that's very common. 
In fact, in the instructions, when you go to a Tony Robbins seminar, they tell you, bring snacks. <laughs> Do they really? Wow. Oh, yeah. You need to hydrate. You need to drink a lot of water. Bring snacks. Bring a good attitude. Be ready to play full out, man. You're, you're going to know you're in a seminar. I can tell you that. Nothing like it. And so after midnight, all of a sudden he goes, take your shoes off. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. Uh-uh, pal. I know where you're going with that one. You're not tricking my ass, man. But here's my problem, Dean. I'm in a room with 3,500 people, and guess what they're doing? Taking their shoes off. They're taking their damn shoes off. And I'm like, people, no, no, don't fall for it. Man, don't go towards the light, you know? Yeah. And so now my dilemma is, what are you going to do, Dave? What, are you going to walk out there with your shoes on? Everybody's going to know you're a chicken shit. So, all right, well, just, it's all right, relax. Just take your shoes off. When we get out there, go hide in the back. No one's going to know. Well, or so I thought. Right now, by the way, when he's got you going out there, he's got everybody clapping and chanting. So uh, you got 3,500 people walking outside this big parking lot to do the firewalk. And they're like, yes, yes, yes. I'm walking out there going, no, uh-uh. I ain't falling for this. Right. Well, it gets worse. <laughs> you get out there and he's got African drummers. So uh -oh. then it's intense. Right. Dun, 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 dun. It's like, oh, what a dog and pony show, man. And so, you know, how do you walk 3,500 people logistically? Well, first of all, you start with a really big fire. <laughs> so it's like 35 feet wide, 70 feet long. And, and, and they burn this fire all day. And they just keep adding cords after cord after cord of wood to it. Well, at the end of the night, it renders. And you have this wow. big, giant, beautiful pile of coals. They're blue. They are gorgeous. I mean, from afar, it looks so beautiful, right? So what they do, Dean, is they take a wheelbarrow over there and they throw, they shovel the coals into the wheelbarrow. Then they bring a wheelbarrow in between two lanes of sod, of grass, which is 12, excuse me, three feet wide, about 15 to 18 feet long. Mm -hmm. And then they sprinkle the coals on top of that grass with a flathead shovel. That's what you walk on. Well, again, I go hide in the back, man. I'm having none of it. Well, look, Tony knows that this is one of the most life-changing paradigm shift experiences on earth. That's so why he brought it to his seminars, you know, a quarter of a century ago. He knows. Mm -hmm. He did his research. He's a smart guy. Yeah. And so he also knows he doesn't. he's going to be people like me, and he wants to make sure we don't miss out. Because if he can't get us across that fire, he can't create the paradigm shift. Right. So what's he do? He trains people to come find you. <laughs> and, wow. I'm, and I'm not thinking this, right? I'm thinking I'm safe, man. <clears throat> I'm hiding in the back. And uh, all of a sudden, here comes this guy, man. Comes out of nowhere and he, and he gets about 20 and he makes eye contact with me. He won't take his eyes off. me. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> they got trained to do that too. Right. Yeah, I'm sure. And so all of a sudden he stops, he gets about 20 feet from me. And he looks at me really funny. Like, you know, a dog, when it hears a funny noise, twist its mm -hmm. head. Right. And he goes, Hey man, are you okay? <laughs> and of course I'm not. And when we're not okay, we lie. Right. We always go, oh, yeah, well, I'm good. Uh, you know, no problem here. Move along. Nothing to see here, pal. And all of a sudden the guy goes, hey, man, you going to walk tonight? <laughs> I'm like, absolutely not. What? Are you kidding? What, why the hell do you think I'm hiding in the back? Right. And he goes, hey, man, listen, it's no problem. No worries. We don't want you to do anything you don't want to do. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, wow. OK, he's going to get me out of here. No, he's not. Because the next question, this stranger, who I do not know to this day, I wish I did. This guy not only changed my life, but he helped me change. 
tens of hundreds of thousands of people's lives. Right. He said, wouldn't you at least like to watch? And I thought, well, sure. Like, I can watch, right? Let's, yeah, let's go watch these people burn their feet off. This will be entertaining. Well, from where I'm standing, Dean, I got 3,500 people standing in front of me, right? I can't see anything. I can see the big fire over there. Uh -huh. I can hear it. They're clapping. They're chanting. They're screaming and yelling in celebration because they're already firewalking. The drums are going. Yeah, I can hear it, but I can't see anything because I got a wall of people. So I get in line. And I, you know, I took the bait, right? I got in line and I'm, I'm kind of walking along and walking along, walking along. And the next thing, this guy comes up to me and he whispers in my ear kind of loudly, though. You know, he's like, he knows when you're ready. When he says go, you go. And pew, this guy just disappeared into the night. I'm like, what was that? Who was that? What was that about? Yeah. So I'm kind of chugging along, right? And again, can't see anything. But I get to one point and I can see at an angle. I can see over here. Not in here, but I can see over here. And I'm looking and I'm mesmerized, right? I, I, it's like, you know, you tell yourself you're not going to look at a car accident. What do you do? You stare at it, right? Yep. And I'm staring at it. And they're doing it, man. Every race, every creed, every color, they're firewalking. And my brain is going, what in the hell? Why are they doing this? What's metaphorically here? What's happening? Why would people do this, right? So I'm struggling with all the questions that anybody that's ever faced or thought about or talked about firewalking is facing. And as I mesmerize, I keep walking and boom. Next thing I know, guess where I am? Front of the line. <laughs> Front of the line, baby. And I'm staring at that lane. That lane's three feet wide. It's 18 feet long. The coals are bright red. My heart is pumping out of my chest. And, and there's a wheelbarrow there. You can feel the heat coming off. So it gets real, real fast. Well, as I'm staring into the abyss, there's a trainer standing right there. And all of a sudden, the trainer goes, eyes up. And I said, oh, shit, he's talking to me. <laughs> yeah, eyes up. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm in a room with Tony Robbins for 10 hours. What did he teach me to do? Keep my eyes up. Don't stare at what you fear. Interesting metaphor, right? Oh, so yeah. now my eyes are up and he, went, and he goes, squeeze your fist and say yes. And I went, yes. And he went stronger. And I went, yes. Well, he could tell, right? I'm not in a peak state. I'm leaving a lot on the table and he knew it. And so he got in my face and screamed at me. And so I threw my hands in the air and I screamed yes as loud as I could. And he goes, go, go, go. Poo. I took off. Remember the guy? He knows when you're ready. Mm -hmm. When he says, go, you go. I went. Well, again, the first thing you learn about firewalking is you, you take that first step. You will take that second, third, fourth, and fifth. I promise you. Well, what Tony does is he, we stage a couple of people at the end and they catch you. And they're like, stop, wipe your feet and celebrate. And I'm wiping my feet and I'm celebrating. And all of a sudden I go, oh my God, I've burnt myself really bad. And I look at my foot and it's dirty. But there's no burns. Wow. <laughs> my other foot, right? It's No, no, it's dirty too. But there's no burns. And so now I'm standing there going, I just walked on coals over a thousand degrees and I don't know how. I did it. I have no clue. None. But I'll take credit for it. That's right. That's right, guys. I did that. I'm your guy. Right. And so you're down there with 3000 people and you're celebrating and they're jumping up and down. And it's exhilarating. 
as I said earlier, now where's the bus? Let's go. Let's go climb Everest. Because in that moment, you think you you can do anything. You're invincible. But here's where it gets really interesting, Dean, and this is why I'm on your podcast tonight. The next day, this is a four-day event. It's called Unleash the Power Within, the Firewalk Experience. Four-day event. Day one, the evening of, you do the firewalk. Now we're in day two. So we're in the foyer, and we're getting ready to go into the venue. It's day two in the morning of And to this day, I've never seen or witnessed anything like it in my life. This is the way people should be getting along, especially if you don't know one another. They're talking, they're communicating, they're laughing, they're crying, they're hugging, they're exchanging stories. It's so beautiful to see a group of people like that who are pretty much perfect strangers, Mm -hmm. how beautifully they were getting along. In 2020, we all got shredded, right? Yeah, we did. So now, guess what? You there? You're not shredded there because it puts you back in the humanistic mode of what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to love each other, care for each other, share the experiences, and work to get together for the greater good. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. Well, later in the event, I met one of Tony's trainers, and I'm talking to him, and I said, Ted Macy, sweet guy, love him to death. Him and his wife, both Mary, they're both trainers for Tony years ago. And they, uh, and I said, so Ted, tell me about what it's like to be in this environment on a regular basis. He goes, oh, brother. He goes, are you kidding? This is phenomenal. And you should do anything you can do to get into this environment. He says, I'll tell you a little secret. He said, you see those people standing over there with the black shirts on with a pink writing on the back? I said, yeah. He goes, dude, they're volunteers. They're just like you. What they did is they Um, called Robin's Research. Robin's Research sent them an application. They filled it out. They sent it back and they got selected. Do it, bro. Go fill one out when you get home. I did. Nine weeks later, I got a letter in the mail and it said, Dave Alvin, congratulations. You've been selected to crew with the Anthony Robbins companies. Well, color my ass happy, man. I'm in the door. So I did my first event in Fort Lauderdale, Florida back in 1995. And again, I crewed a couple times, uh, probably five or six. And I'm spending a couple thousand bucks, by the way, every time I do that. Well, my wife isn't liking it. Who the hell is Tony Robbins? I don't know who Tony Robbins is. What? You're spending $1,500, $2,000 every time you go to back to one of these events? What's going on? So she didn't like it. And I don't blame her. I wouldn't have liked it either, right? Well, the beauty is I had a military background and I had a security background. And oh. I lived on a farm. So I knew how to use tools and axes and split wood and log splitters. So then they, they offered me a subcontracting position. Did two things. One, they put me on the fire team as an assistant captain. And they put me uh, on the security team to help take care of Tony's celebrities. And and they did another thing, real smart. They gave me a ticket, and I brought my wife. Uh-huh. And so I took her. I took her to an event, right? And uh, and so she went, spent the weekend, did the whole thing. She drank the Kool Aid every drop. <laughs> um, and she, and after she graduated, we took a walk on the beach that night. And she looked at me. She goes, "Okay, I get it." I'm, I'm in. This guy's a cool dude. Something going on here. So if you want to roll with this guy and run with him, you do that. You have my support. As long as they pay your way, it's all good, man. And so, um, yeah, that developed into the fire captain position. I took over in 03. And then again, we went to London, went to the Docklands, the Excel Center, and we firewalked the world record, 12,300 people. Now I want to disclose, Gannis was not there. But here's what I can tell you. There's never been a firewalk anywhere on the planet other than a Tony Robbins seminar with 12,300 people. That's a lot of people. Uh, huh? 
That's a lot of people. It was a lot of people. And we and and, and we firewalked him in right at an hour, a little over an hour. I think it was an hour and seven minutes. Wow. Pretty fast. Of course, we had a lot of lanes, right? So, you know, we and when people are firewalking, they're going. You know, Dean, they're not lollygagging, they're moving at a high rate of speed. So sure. they go pretty quickly. And then, like I said, in in 14, boom, Google called me. Hey, are you available? We'd like to hire you. Sure am. <laughs> And that's when Firewalk Productions was born. And uh, we've been going hot and heavy ever since. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a thousand degrees hot. So, right. you know, pre-show we were talking, you got an event coming up in April. And I really want to get the word out about that event. So well, thank you. Um, let's, let's dive into it. We know we lose many brothers and sisters every day. Every single day we lose too many. So what are you doing in April? Yeah. To help well, and yes. Yeah. So, well, thank you. First of all, thank you for opening this up because we need all the help we can get. Yeah, we're losing uh, we're losing approximately forty men and women a day who are taking their own lives that are veterans. Mm -hmm. And so, I got asked in a recent podcast, by the way, it said, "Hey, Dave, have you ever done a podcast, or excuse me, have you ever done a firewalk for veterans?" And I said, "Not specifically." And she, and she said, "Would you consider it?" She goes, "We need you." We need this life-changing experience mm -hmm. in our community. And I said, absolutely. So we've got our first event lined up. We're really, really excited. Uh, my my buddy, Ed, who is the, um, he is the president of the Rotary in uh, Modesto, California. So his, his Rotary is sponsoring it. So we're real, real thankful to the Modesto Rotary. And it's going to be on April 13th. And uh, if you, uh, I can't, I can't invite the general public because it's specifically for vets. What I can invite you is if you're a corporate potential sponsor and you want to come check it out to see if you'd like to, you know, have us come into your city and, and do an event for you for the vets, we'll definitely invite you to come out and be part of it. The other thing we all, we do, we have three other categories that mm -hmm. we're opening up as well. First responders, unfortunately, there's th these men and women a lot take their life as well. Um, we have single moms, and then we also have um, kids that have been bullied or kids that you know need love and support. So we bring we bring a lot to the table. You know, for the veterans, we're going to give them a medallion that says something special. We're going to have them put that medallion and squeeze really hard to remind them of the pain that their friends and family uh, are going to suffer immensely if, mm -hmm. if they decide to take their own life. I've got my friends over at the Zippo Lighter Company. I love these guys. Got to light your fire with something, right? Why not do. make it a Zippo, right? There we go. You can see it with my logos on it. So I went to Zippo and said, hey, here's what's going on. Would you guys like to be involved? They said, absolutely. So I went up and spent a day and a half with them. And um, they were so cool. They're such a great company. They're up in Bradford, Pennsylvania. You know, they got started in 1932. And uh, in 1933, they, they actually manufactured their first lighter. Uh, they just recently here in 2003, they've manufactured over 700 million wow. lighters. So what they're going to do, they've been making lighters for a long time, started back in the 30s. During World War II, they made a lighter, lighter um, uh, in 1941, and they made it specifically for our GIs that got deployed to Europe to fight the Germans. I know my father had one. Mm. So they're going to take the 1941 replica 
They're going to powder coat it black, and then they're going to laser Operation Do No Harm into the lighter. They are going to be sick. <laughs> they're going to be so gorgeous. So Zippo's uh, doing that for us. Uh, we've been in communication with MIT 45, an incredible uh, Kratom company um, uh, out of uh, Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been in touch with uh, Black Rifle Coffee Company. Any, any of the vets, man, we all know what Black Rifle's about. These guys are an incredible organization. They're all vets as well. Uh, we've been in touch with uh, Duterra, which is an essential oil company. They're going to be helping us with the process of, uh, uh, you know, the whole firewalk. So when they firewalk, they're going to smell this and create an anchoring effect so they can remember uh, that experience. And, you know, all they got to do is smell it. and It'll take them right back to that place in time. We all know that, right? We smell something once in a while and it reminds your grandma's house. Well, guess what? Same thing. We've got an essential oil here that's going to remind them uh, of the firewalk experience. So we got a bunch of things going on. And again, we we need all the help we can get. So right now we're looking for corporate sponsors who want to bring us into their city um, and, uh, you know, put on an event and, you know, get your brand out there in front of this, in front of this movement, save uh, veterans, first responders, single moms and, and, and abused kids lives. And uh, we'll make your, we'll make your company look really, really good. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing what you guys are doing. I mean, just the, <clears throat> the, the life-changing, I mean, just hearing you talk and I can't wait to listen to the recording, but the life-changing experience of going, you know, you said yourself, I wasn't, I wasn't fired up enough. I wasn't at my peak state. No. Once you did, once you were there, you heard go and you just walked, you didn't look down. You didn't, you just, you just went. And the way you were describing it, I could tell you were reliving it. I mean, it was just it, phenomenal. Oh Yeah. Yeah. I can remember it like it was yesterday. And let's be let's be very candid there, Dean. I got a lot of help. You know, that guy that came up and said, hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> Not good, dude. Are you going to walk tonight? No. <laughs> Would you like to watch? Well, sure. And you know what's interesting? That guy, if not for him, right? I don't have this career. I, I, I'm not part of that. You know, it's like the movie, It's a Wonderful Life. You know, George Bailey, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, George. Love that you know, show. You changed a lot of lives, George. <laughs> so because of that guy, and again, Dean, I wish I knew who that guy was. I mean, you know, he has, he's just out there thinking, I oh, just went up to some guy and said, Hey man, you're going to walk tonight. Yeah. Why don't you, yeah, why don't you watch? And he, he left. He has no idea the rippling effect that he caused. And that's a beautiful distinction for life. How often do we go in a place where we get an opportunity and all we got to do sometimes is just smile. Right. You know, uh, I do something every year and I got this from my good friend, Gary King. Uh, we, years ago, we were walking in a Home Depot and we're walking in and the girls are selling the Girl Scout cookies. Right. And you know how they are. They're so cute. They're all excited. You buy one box and they're excited. Right. Yeah. And so Gary walks up and he walks right up to the den mother and he's like, hey, girls, selling some cookies today. Yes, sir. You know, they're so adorable. Right. And he turns to the den mother and he said, uh, listen, ma'am, I'd like to buy two hundred dollars worth of ticket with the cookies, and all the girls go, oh, oh, right? That's going <laughs> to wipe them out, right? Sure. And so he goes, but there's a catch. And she said, okay, what's the catch? And she, he goes, I don't want the cookies. Here's what I'm going to encourage you to do. I want you to take the girls, I want you to take the cookies, and I want you to go to uh, a retirement home, and I want you to find some people in that home that don't get any visitors. 
And I want you to take the girls and I want you to create some questions for them. And I want them to go in there and, and talk to those people and, and bring them the cookies. Well, I do that every year now. It's so powerful. In fact, <laughs> the, la the last year when I did it, um, uh, the, 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 the woman I went up to, she went out and told all the other den mothers. She goes, you're not going to believe what just happened. <laughs> right? So they're kind of thinking, you know, get companies. Sponsorship, right? I sponsored a, a couple hundred bucks. So, you know, that's the thing about it. Stop looking for magical moments and create them. True. Right? Stop looking for heroes and be one. And so that's really, you know, I don't know. I'm going to be 70 this year, Dean. I, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be doing this. I'm in great shape. I take zero medications. Thank you very much, Big Pharma. I'm not interested in doing business with you. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to I'm going to give it the next few years. And I want to get in front of as many first responders, vets, kids and, and single moms that I possibly can. So, well, you're doing phenomenal work, sir. You, you don't look a day over over 50. <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> Brother, come here. Let me give you a, a hug, man. <laughs> well, hey, let's uh I gotta land this plane, but um Yes, sir. So I, I can't imagine working with Tony Robbins. So I, you know, just I I know I'm gonna ask you a hard question. Sure. What are three books you'd recommend and why? Oh man, that's pretty actually that's pretty easy. I figured it was, but uh, think and grow rich. Yeah, that's an easy one. Napoleon Hill, um, the Big Leap. Ah, uh, yeah, by Gay Hendricks. Yep. And then I, I think I got it right here in front of me. Project 369. Project Three Sixty Nine. And and if that one doesn't resonate with you, I've got a buddy of mine wrote a book. Good friend of mine, Jeremy Newsom. Money does grow on trees. Haven't heard of that. This one. book will blow your mind. He shatters every limiting belief we've ever had about money. How many of us heard as a kid? Money doesn't grow on trees. You oh know, my gosh! We're not made of money. Okay, you can right? stop that right now, since that's what I heard from my folks. I mean, right. I, that just—I mean, I heard that voice. Yeah. Yeah. And Jeremy came along and said, that's not true. Because I can tell you right now, money grows on trees. And it's funny, you know what? I live in Ash County, North Carolina, which is in the top northwestern part of the state of North Carolina. And guess what we grow more than any other county in the state or in, the, in, in America? Christmas trees. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, money does grow on trees. Uh, avocado trees, apple trees. What kind of tree do you want? It's, it's the mindset, right? right? It's not like it's, you know, not in abundance. So yeah, uh, Jeremy Newsom, Money Does Grow on Trees, phenomenal book. It will change your life. You implement some of the things he teaches you there. Absolutely phenomenal. So yeah, wow. that was it. I would actually put uh, Money Does Grow on Trees first. I would put uh, The Big Leap second. And then I'd put Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill third. Just wrapped up uh, the big leap actually uh, last night. Yeah, I did. Yeah, living in your zone of genius, are you? Not yet. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm a work in progress. Yeah, man. Good for you. It's a great book. Review it. it I love it. It's very profound. By the way, 
Tony uses a lot of gay stuff is what I'll say. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. Sounds like I need to attend one of his events. I ain't going to tell you not to. That's for sure. He, he was just live in Dallas. He just invited me to Dallas. He just did a firewalk in Dallas here a couple of months ago. My daughter and my uh, my son-in-law and, and my grandkids um, uh, uh, just moved to Granbury, Texas. It's about 45 minutes south of Fort Worth. So when he invited me, I'm like, sure, I'll come. I'm probably not going to spend much time with him. I'm going to spend it with my family, but that's okay. <laughs> I think you'll understand. Yeah, I think right. you'll understand. You know, when I travel the world with him, you know, my kids were on the road with him and he loved my kids so much. He was so good to them. He treated my kids like gold. And uh, so, you know, they had a nice exposure to all that. So That's awesome. Certainly, yeah. Right. You know, I mean, by the I, way, I get, I get asked, so did your, your kids a firewalk? How old were they? My daughter was six. My son was nine. There you have it. That's like, go look at them today. They are incredible, incredible human beings. Wow. It, was it because of the firewalk? I don't know. It sure didn't hurt. I don't know. You know, that the way you anchor that experience. I mean, uh, yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, you're right. Can you imagine being a six-year-old, nine-year-old kid on no. the road with right. Tony Robbins? Yeah. yeah it's, it, uh, it's like a six-year-old kid going into school. Hey, did you know I just uh, walked on a thousand degree coals? Kids be like, what? Yeah, right. Well, they were homeschooled, so they didn't really ah, have that even better. right? Okay. Yeah, right. Even yeah. better. We homeschooled them. Yeah, it was great. So good deal. Well, sir, this has been phenomenal. I can't thank you enough. I mean, this is, uh, yes. this, this conversation with you has been uplifting and just, you know, uh, what you're going to do in April. I want to stay in touch, Please. uh, because I just, I think that, you know, the loss that we experience with our brothers and sisters and yeah. just the, um, you know, stop, you know, get folks. I mean, I've, I've been touched by suicide. <sighs> I'll just say many times in my life. And so I can't say enough how thankful I am for what you're doing with what Ed's doing. I had, I, I was on Ed's podcast and, and, uh, um, yeah, you guys are, you're changing lives. Ed's a good dude, man. I love that dude. And I haven't even met him yet. I mean, I met him, but I haven't met him face to face. Right. So yeah, he stepped right up, man. He's like, dude, I let's roll. Let's go. And you know, and that's, the, and that's the beauty. Yeah. Um, you know, I I'll guarantee you there's somebody out here listening to your podcast, uh, that's going to get involved. I can feel it. And so you made that happen. You brought me in, uh, you, you know, so that's the beauty and yourself. So, you know, there's, there's the power of, of two right there. That's community right there. So it's a beautiful thing, man. We'll uh, it is. Come be a part of it. it I'll, get you a light, I'll get you a lighter. I got to walk on the coals first. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yep. If you I'll want one of these, you got to walk what? on the coals. And if you want one of these containers, you got to walk on the coals. And yeah. I guarantee you it'll be one of the most profound experiences of your life. I can, I can already feel it. I already feel it. Deal. Well, thank you, brother. And uh, yeah, I look dang. forward to this coming out. And uh, cool. I will send people to firewalkadventures.com to make sure that they can see the videos and find out more about Firewalk Adventures and just cool. absolutely amazing work you're doing. Well, thanks, brother. Let's do it again. Thanks for listening. In order to help others, please subscribe and share this show up with other veteran business owners in your network. 
If you want specific guidance, feel free to book a complimentary call with Dean at deanvandyke.com. Remember, you wouldn't go into battle alone, and now you don't have to in business.